When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. This is a special episode because it is the last episode of 2021, the last episode of Dig Straight Down Season 4. And I gotta say, it's been a great season, probably one of my favorites so far. I feel like I've kind of gotten to this point where I I, I know exactly what I want this show to be. Um, and honestly, the episodes I've been putting out there have been performing a lot, much better than previous seasons. Um, more people are listening, more people are engaging with the community. It's been a great journey so far, and I fully intend on continuing this journey. So if you're disappointed that this is the last episode of this year, don't worry. Next month, next year, I will be back with season five. There will probably be a few changes, maybe some changes to the upload schedule, all that kind of thing. Um, I'm kind of sorting out in my mind what I want 2022 to be like as far as content creation goes for me. There's a lot of different things that I want to start doing. Um, So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it all unfolds, but I will continue dig straight down. That is not going away anytime soon. But until next year, until season five begins, if you want to keep up with what I am doing, you can join my Discord. Uh, It's down in the description below the link is, and uh, follow me on Twitter, at RebelJC underscore 92. I will be active on both of those things. Uh, Discord server has actually been growing a lot lately, um, and it's very active right now. So it's a great time to join and get in on those conversations that are being had. I have a great community there, and I am so excited to see it growing, and I would love to see you there. Uh, So yeah, join the Discord, follow me on Twitter, and that's how you can keep up with what I'm doing until Season 5 starts. The other reason that this is a special episode is because I don't have a main discussion. All I'm going to be doing is reading emails from y'all, listeners of this show who have sent me ideas in an email, and I'm going to be reading them, reacting to them, letting me know what my thoughts are. Now, I have shortened some of the longer messages just so that I could fit them in here. Um, So if your message was much longer than it is when I read it out, don't worry about it. I have read the whole message, but I had to shorten it a bit because I wanted to be able to fit all the messages in there. And if by some chance I have missed messages, if you've sent me an email and it's not read out on this episode, I am so sorry. I did not mean to miss you. Um, I've got a lot of emails to sort through, and I did my best to get them all in. So hopefully I got them all in. If I didn't, you're just going to have to forgive me. I apologize. Uh, Send me another one, and maybe I'll get to you in Season 5. So with that being said, guys, let's dig into these listener emails. Now this first one comes in from Alex, and they write, I think that they should add a tool stand. Since there are already armor stands, I think it would be cool to see them in the game. Thanks, Alex. And I absolutely agree with this. I would love for there to be a way to display tools and items and and weapons 
in the world without having to use an item frame. Item frames are really, really good for that. But they come with obvious limitations. When you put an item in an item frame, it shrinks it down to a very specific size. But also item frames, I think they can cause lag on a server if there's a ton of item frames in a single place. Um, I think that they are actually entities rather than blocks in the game. I might be mistaken on that, but I'm pretty sure that they are entities. And that means that they can easily cause lag if you have a lot of item frames. What I've seen people do um, in data packs and mods, I think, is use uh, tripwire hooks almost as item hooks so that it looks like, you know, your sword or your hoe is hanging from a hook on the wall. Something like that, that is a block in the game, but that you can hang an item off of or a tool or a weapon off of. I think that would be really, really cool and obviously be a great decoration for a lot of bases. So, so I absolutely agree with that idea, Alex. Thank you so much for your email. On to the next one. So this next one comes in from Blaze Hunter and they write, Hey Rebel, I had a few ideas for a potential end update. You mentioned how it would be interesting to have an end biome update and I decided to expand on it. Here are my thoughts. End turf. This purple moss-like substance is basically moss, but purple, except for some slightly supernatural features. Running on it in the same direction as where you entered it will give you a slight speed boost, but turning back will give you slowness. Also, chorus trees cannot grow on end turf. End sprong. End sprong will send you flying high into the air when you step on it. This is fun, but be careful where you land because near end sprongs are always slungs. Slungs are small pools of dark purple sludge. Be careful if you fall in because if you sink below your head in this stuff, you start taking suffocating damage. Slungs can be put in a bucket, and when placed, it has the same effect as when it was found naturally. It spreads at the same speed as lava. Wormholes and slick. Wormholes are mysterious tunnels weaving in and out of the end. They are lined with a strange substance called slick. This is similar to ice, but it makes you slide almost twice as far and fast. Be careful, you might go flying straight off an end island and into the void. Best wishes, Blaze Hunter from your Discord. Well, thank you so much, Blaze Hunter, for that email. Uh, yeah, I think that the end definitely is going to be updated one day, and it really needs it a lot. And I think your ideas are really, really good because it introduces a lot more like plant life into the end. Right now, there's only chorus, chorus trees, chorus fruit, that kind of thing. There really isn't anything else in the end other than that. I would love to see some more plant life in the end. Um, maybe something that keeps it looking a little barren, a little bit... Uh, on the lifeless side of things, but gives it enough visual interest to make people want to go out into the end and build something. I think that's really what's missing from the end right now. And a lot of your ideas are really good because they introduce a lot of movement mechanics. And the end is all about teleportation. It's like the ultimate movement, right? So going along with that theme, having things that make you run faster or slower or fling you up in the air or suck you down into some dangerous liquids, that kind of thing I think fits very well into the end. And I would not be surprised at all if that's something like what we will see one day when the end is updated. So thank you so much for that. Email Blaze Hunter. On to the next one. And this next one comes in from Zacharia. And they write, Hey Rebel JC, Zacharia here. A few days ago, I was thinking about cows, Minecraft cows. It went like this, cow, mooshroom, moo bloom, moo doom. Also thinking about a theory that ravagers are mutated cows and that illagers mutated them. Moo dooms could be failed ravagers, but moo dooms 
would have some unique abilities like flying, ravager roar, dragon breath, and shooting wither skulls. It could be a boss or a mini-boss found in woodland mansions behind the stairs. After defeating it, the item it drops is the Extraordinary Mutton. Extraordinary Mutton summons your own pet Ravager. It would be a baby, of course, and you would have to wait until it is an adult. But once it is an adult, the power you have is unstoppable. Your pet Ravager can break blocks, roar, auto-feed you, shoot arrows, summon totems with a 30-minute cooldown, and give you Hero of the Village 2. Let me know if you think this is a little overpowered. Keep digging straight down, Zacharia. Well, Zacharia, thank you so much for the email. Always good to hear from you. But yes, that is overpowered. Um, some interesting ideas in there. I do think that I would love to see the Ravager expanded on uh, because this is a mysterious beast that only comes when a raid happens. And it's not found anywhere else in the world. There, it's almost as if it exists somewhere else completely and they just summon it into the world like a Vex. And if that's the case, that's really interesting. But the Ravager feels like a beast. It doesn't feel magical at all. It feels like you should be able to go out there in the world somewhere, the Badlands in my opinion, and see a herd of these things running around wild. And then the idea could be that Ravage, that Illagers rather go out there and tame them and use them for their military. Um, but yeah, you hit on that. I think that the Mood Doom... Expanding on the family of cows is an interesting idea, like an evil cow, something in between a cow and a ravager, maybe like the missing link between those two species. That's an interesting idea, and definitely I could see there being some sort of interesting abilities that come with that kind of mob. So thank you so much for your email, Zachariah. Let's dig into the next one. And this one comes in from PixelatedB43, and they write, My idea is for arrows. Using the fletching table, you can put one tipped arrow, spectral arrow or normal arrow, and one flint to create a blunt arrow. These arrows do no damage, which gives you a reason to shoot others to heal them. My second idea is all about luck. In some loot chests, you can find the four-leaf clover. Holding this in your offhand would give you a luck two effect. Also, I think that 1.19 should be the update when Bedrock gets Java features and vice versa, although the end or archaeology would be fun. From PixelatedBeef43. Thank you so much, PixelatedBeef43. I think those ideas are really, really cool. I like the idea of the blunt arrow because you're right. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to be to be able to have like a regular arrow of healing and it heals while it gives damage or something like that. It doesn't really make sense. Um, so like a blunt arrow, like a projectile that can affect something without hurting it, I think that's an interesting idea. Um, I would love to see what people would do with that. That would be a really, really fun feature to have in the game. Now, luck, talking about your other idea, the four-leaf clover, luck is something that I haven't seen many people play with. I know you can make potions of luck in either Bedrock or Java, maybe both, and I believe that luck effect actually affects the loot tables of unopened loot chests and things like temples and dungeons and things like that. I may be wrong on that. If I am, please correct me down in the comments below. I want to learn. But that's the thing. Nope. I've never seen luck being used in Minecraft. I've never used it personally. I would love to see someone dive into this. So maybe making it more common, like you said, by finding a four-leaf clover or something like that. A nice little Irish culture reference there. Um, that would be really interesting. I would love to see luck being more of a gameplay feature that we see in just common gameplay. 
And you're right, 1.19, I think, will probably bring more parity futures between Bedrock and Java. We've already seen that to some extent in 1.18. I believe that worlds generated by a certain seed in Bedrock will be the same if generated with the, the same seed in Java. They'll be very, very similar. Maybe not exactly the same, but nearly identical. So that's a huge step towards parity. And I'm sure there's a lot of other little details that they've made the same between the versions. And I'm sure there's some other smaller ways that they've made Bedrock and Java more similar in 1.18. Uh, but I do think that that's going to be something that they continue to do in future updates. So I'm really, really happy that they're moving in that direction. So thank you so much, Pixelated B, for your message. Let's dig into the next one. And this next one comes in from Azalea Gaming MC, and they write, Hello, Rebel. This is an idea that I thought would be great for the podcast. Maybe you could join the Piglins and be allied with them. You could give a Piglin a gold block, and it would join your very own band of Piglins. The limit of piglins in your band would be 12. These piglins could not build, mine, or create stuff for you. They could just fight and protect you from anything that hits you. However, if the player goes into the overworld or the end, the piglins would not follow and would turn back into regular piglins. They would keep their items, but would not remain in your band of piglins. P.S. Your podcast is awesome. Keep up the great work and never stop loving piglins. Sincerely, Azalea Gaming. MC. Well, thank you so much, Isaiah Gaming, for that message and that nice comment. Um, of course, I'm going to continue this podcast, and I am especially glad to see that there is other fans of Piglins out there. Piglins are some of my favorite mobs. They're so cool. Uh, they live in this underground, this underworld of danger, but they're they're roughing it, and they're awesome. I just, I just love the Piglins so much. I would I would absolutely join a Piglin band if I could. But I do love your idea a lot because. I don't like it when people cast the piglins as bad guys. I, 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 the thing is, piglins are just misunderstood, right? So piglins are very willing to get a, uh, get along with you if you are obviously polite in their culture. And what does that mean for a piglin? Well, it means you're wearing something gold. And if you're wearing something gold, you're really cool with them. So they'll let you have a pass um, as, as long as you're not a brute or something like that. Um, but I like piglins, and I do like the idea of them becoming friends with you, becoming allies with you, um, because it's like another intelligent mob in the world that you could potentially get along with, but that also can kind of stand up for themselves. Uh, right now, we really only have villagers that could you could kind of call our friends as far as like an intelligent species in Minecraft. But they're kind of they're really weak. They can't do anything to protect themselves other than spawn in iron golems. Um, but even that doesn't really protect them very well. So uh, having some friends in Minecraft that are a little bit more in your league as far as being able to, to handle the dangers of the nether and of the game, I think would be a really cool thing. It's something that I would love to see personally. And I think the idea that you came up with is a really, really good thing. And I think could be very well executed in Minecraft. I think, you know, we have the ability to tame wolves and stuff. Um, just kind of make a similar mechanic for piglins there. Not that we're taming the piglins, but, you know, we're just making a deal with them. You're, we're winning their friendship over with gold, you know, because that's what they really care about. Um, and then they protect us, and we protect them, you know, and you're sort of having this cooperative uh, thing going on, this partnership. It's a great idea. I love it. Thank you so much for that email, Azalea Gaming, and let's dig into the next one. And this email comes in from Afoot Neptune 365 and they write... Hey Rebel JC, I had a really good idea to change a bit of the food system. It would be really cool to see cooking in Minecraft. 
You could get different ingredients from animals, mobs, etc., and use them in either the cauldron, smoker, or the classic furnace, and make meals, which would give extra hearts and or short-lasting abilities, similar to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I hope you like this idea of Foot Neptune. 365. Thank you so much, Foot Neptune. I do actually really like that idea. The idea of being able to put together maybe a more complicated meal um, that gives you extra hearts of, of health, um, similar to what a enchanted golden apple does, I believe. I don't know if a regular golden apple does it. I think an enchanted one does. Um, but that would be really, really cool to have a, a, a motivation to go out and get maybe some of those lesser used ingredients like rabbits and, and things like that and put them together into a meal of some kind. Um, and that in turn gives you some buffs, maybe some temporary, uh, powers, like you said, some temporary abilities and maybe, uh, extra hearts. Uh, I think that'd be really, really interesting to see. So thank you so much for that email. Let's get into the next one. And this email comes in from Mario King 13 and they write, a few ideas I came up with. Number one, maybe after you beat the wither, you could craft a trail of light with diamond everywhere on the crafting table except for the bottom right corner where you put the beacon. There would be different kinds of trails. One could lead you back home, for example. You would also be able to toggle the trail off and on. Number two, the ghost. This could be the overworld boss. It could summon in any undead mob except for the wither slash wither skeleton. The ghost would spawn in an underground mine. To hurt the ghost, you would have to have maximum sharpness. Aside from summoning minions, this ghost can deal damage in two ways. First, through its melee attack, which would do as much damage as a stone sword. And second, through a damage aura that damages the player every three seconds when they are close to the ghost. The ghost drops death ingots, which could be used as part of a crafting and new tier of armor. The armor would have permanent thorns. The sword could be thrown as well as used normally, and the tier would be in between iron and diamond. And three, the diamond trap. After mining a suspicious looking diamond ore, it makes a diamond cage and takes you to an illager outpost. It takes a diamond pickaxe to mine the trap. From Mario King 13. Thank you so much, Mario King, for the email. I really like the idea of the ghost. I like the idea of having a mob in the game that can summon in other mobs to help you, uh, to, to, to fight you, similar to what the Illusioner can do with the Vex. Um, I might be wrong, but I think in Minecraft Dungeons, there's the Necromancer or something like that can, that can summon in uh, skeleton mobs to fight you. So something like that would actually be really, really fun to fight um, and would be a great idea for a, for a boss of some sort, maybe even a mini boss, maybe. And I even think the light trail idea is really interesting. Um, maybe what I would rather have instead of maybe like a trail that you can see that leads you somewhere like in the world, maybe this is something that you could put on a map so that you actually have a trail marked out on a map. That is something that we're missing from maps right now that I think would be very, very useful is the ability to draw a route on, on, a, on a map leading from one point to another. Um, the only way you could potentially do that is by create, like physically building that line maybe with red wool in the sky or something. But of course that seems a lot more trouble than it's worth, but maybe the ability to put a line, draw a line on a map and actually uh, draw a, 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 
trail from one point to another, I think it'd be actually really, really useful for exploration and things like that. So, so great ideas, Mario King. Thanks for the email, and let's dig into the next email. Now, this email comes in from Cyborg, and they write, Hey, Rebel, I'm a big fan. Well, thank you so much, Cyborg. I had an idea for a mob called the Cerberus. The Cerberus would be found in caves and could be tamed with an item called the Wither Bone, which would be attained by killing a Wither Skeleton, like you get bones from a skeleton. It has three heads, and if a mob attacks you, a tamed Cerberus would do an attack called a Triple Bite. Love the podcast, keep digging straight down until bedrock, and then do the same in the nether and the end, and make ten more worlds and do the same. <laughs> Your fan, Cyborg. Thank you so much, Cyborg, and yes, I will continue to dig straight down in whatever world I find myself in. So, um, yeah, I like the idea for the Cerberus. Okay, talking about a good mythical creature to bring into Minecraft, this is a three-headed hellhound, essentially. This is the guardian of Hades from Greek mythology that would be, I think it was at the gate of Hades, you know, at the gate of the underworld and would only let certain people through. It's this three-headed beast of a dog. Great idea to bring that in. Um, and I think that would be really, really cool to see in Minecraft. They would have to make it not too scary because that kind of animal would be easily to make too scary. So they would have to make it cute somehow. I'm not quite sure how they would do it. Maybe it's a, I don't know, maybe it's a golden retriever <laughs> instead of a monster dog um, with three heads. Uh, but that would be really interesting. I like the idea. Any kind of mythical creature that you could bring into Minecraft would be great. And obviously, especially great if you could tame it. Um, so yeah, great idea. Thank you so much, Cyborg, for that email. Let's dig into the next one. And this one's from a new fan. And they write, Hello, Rebel. I think it would be cool if there were bears in Minecraft. It would look like the polar bear, but brown or black. They hang around beehives and sometimes eat the dripping honey or take down the hive. Usually, if you don't disturb them or get too close, they don't attack. There would also be a new structure called the Bear Cave. It spawns in small hills and caves. There would be fish and leaves all around, and you could also get bear fur in the caves. Bear fur could be made into armor, and bear fangs could maybe be added to a helmet and add thorns, but not break the armor less. The bears could also catch fish, so sometimes in rivers you can see them swimming for fish. They might be scratching on logs, but they are too busy and won't attack you. Keep digging straight down, a new fan. Well, thank you so much for the email, um, and I would love to see bears in Minecraft. Obviously, we need bears in the birch forest. We need bears in the dark forest. We need everywhere. We need bears on the mountains. There's a lot of bears who live in mountains in America, so... I would love to see grizzly bears, brown bears, all of those, and exactly what you said. They, they could interact with beehives in a way. Um, maybe they could uh, eat honey. Um, maybe they could go swimming for fish, like you said. I think that that would go a long way to giving more life to Minecraft Forest, giving some more immersion to the game. And then, yeah, maybe we have an incentive to not kill the bears. Maybe bears keep the wolves at bay, in turn, protecting the sheep or the foxes in the world. So maybe that could be part of some sort of ecosystem in the game. I would really love to see that. So thank you so much for the email. Let's dig into the next one. And this next email comes in from Anastasia, and they write, I've been listening to your podcast for a year, and I love it. Well, thank you so much, Anastasia. I, that means a lot to me. At the moment, there is no use for desert wells, so I thought they could be turned into wishing wells. You find a coin which could only be found in ancient cities' chests, and if you throw it in the well, you get a small reward in return. Just a small idea, and remember, keep digging straight down. 
Anastasia. Thank you so much, Anastasia, for that email. Great idea. Uh, desert wells are one of those structures that uh, beginning players, when they see them, they think, okay, this is a rare structure. There's something under this desert well. There's something in there that I need that's going to be this powerful weapon or awesome item. And they, and of course, everybody has gone to a desert well and dug into it and found nothing. Desert wells are completely useless. They're just out there for no reason. It's a rare structure. It should be exciting to find. Um, it shouldn't just be a rare structure that doesn't have anything useful because the people are just going to roll their eyes at it like they do now. And I especially love your idea of tying the desert wells to the deep dark cities that we're going to have in Minecraft 1.19, the wild update. That's a great idea. Um, and having some sort of coin or something that you can throw into a desert well and maybe the coin transforms into a different kind of item. Maybe the coin uh, transforms into a compass or some sort of item that takes you to an archaeology site that you can then, you know, dig up some more useful items. So any of those things would make desert wells so much more worth finding. Uh, and I hope that they do add some sort of useful feature to them in the future. So thank you so much, Anastasia, for the email. Let's dig into the next one. And this is the last email of this episode, and this comes in from, from Nether Raider, and they write, Dear Rebel JC, I recently started listening to your podcast, and it's really cool. Keep it up. Well, thank you so much, Nether Raider. My idea for Minecraft would be a kind of combat update. This update would add spears to the game, as well as shield upgrades and piglin factions in the Nether. Spears would be crafted with two sticks and the material you want. They would act like a trident and could be held out in defense, but will cause less damage. They aren't very expensive and could be found in dungeon loot. Shields could be upgraded by putting a shield in the center of a crafting table and surrounding it with materials. This would give the shield more durability and just look cooler in general. And finally, piglin factions would be added to Minecraft. These factions could be found in the nether, roaming around, or in bastions. About 6 to 10 piglins could be in the faction, and the leader would carry a banner with a gold ingot on it, the pattern that is exclusive to the factions. They would be instantly aggressive towards you. If you killed the leader, the piglin's curse would come upon you, and all piglins would be hostile towards you for the next 20 minutes of gameplay. You could still distract them with gold, but gold armor wouldn't ward them off. Hope you like my ideas. Can't wait to hear your response. Keep digging straight down, Nether Raider. Thank you so much, Nether Raider, for the email. Some great ideas here. I do like the idea of having the spear, um, sort of a less expensive trident. Maybe it's a lot weaker than the trident, but maybe you could still put, say, loyalty on it or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, I like the idea also of being able to hold it out as more of a defensive measure. So you have something in addition to shields that you can use to parry or uh, hold off a enemy. Um, so maybe you could still use spears if you're, if you're wanting to play in a pacifist way. You don't want to kill a mob, but you still want to be able to survive. So you hold out your spear just to kind of push them away from you. Um, and you could use spears and shields in that manner. Really like that idea. I've never thought of that, using a spear as a defensive uh, mechanic instead of an offensive one. So great idea when it comes to the spear. And obviously upgrading shields is something that we really should be able to do. We just have a wooden and iron one right now, and it's a boring rectangle. Um, it would be really cool if a gold shield had a different kind of shape, and then a diamond shield had a different kind of shape. Same with the netherite. They all had their unique shapes and colors. 
Uh, obviously, it would be really great to see that in the combat update whenever that comes out. And again, another great idea for Piglins, Piglin factions. Uh, that would go a long ways towards really, really fleshing out the lore of the Piglins and showing us more of Piglin culture. Um, maybe the Piglin faction captains are brutes. Um, and they hold the, the banner similar to a raid captain or a pillager captain in the overworld. Um, really great idea there. And it would obviously make piglins a lot more dangerous than they are right now. So thank you so much, Nether Raider, for that email. Thank you to all of you for your emails this season. It's been great to see your guys' ideas and to be able to read them out on the show and react to them. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. If you are enjoying the show and you're listening to this on Spotify, I, I hope that you consider jumping over to YouTube and watching some of the videos. I'm going to be putting out videos other than Dig Straight Down on my YouTube channel. I don't have any sort of upload schedule planned or anything, but I do really want to start trying making more videos in the future. So if you want to get more of the Rebel JC experience beyond just dig straight down. Jump over to my YouTube channel and hit subscribe. I would love to see you join my YouTube community. Um, also, don't forget you can join the Discord. The link is in the show notes, and you can send me more of these great emails at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Connect with me on Twitter at rebeljc underscore 92. I'm very active on Twitter, and you can see more of what I'm up to there. So, can't wait to see you guys. And guys, until next season, keep digging straight down. I'll see you later.